Hashtag SAFMBTH. It's now eight minutes before five o'clock. We're in conversation next with Dr. Chris Dukok, crime analyst and former head of the Crime Information Analysis Center at the South African Police Service. Earlier on today, Police Minister Beggy Taylor presented the quarterly crime statistics reflecting crimes reported during the first quarter of 2022-2023 financial year. The July to September months saw a record number of assault cases being reported to the police in five years with 7,004 people killed by other persons in the country. Dr. Chris Dukok now joining us on the line. Dr. Dukok, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. What's the purpose behind releasing these stats every quarter if we are not going to see a decrease and a decline in these crime stats? No, that's, that's exactly the purpose. The purpose is for us, the public, the academics, the researchers and uh, well, the politicians to see every quarter where is the crime going. And uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, since uh, 2012, well, in the first few years, since 2012, 2013, we only had annual releases. Uh, but for the last two to three years, and I must thank the minister for that, we have got quarterly releases, which is much more transparent and much more useful. And uh, unfortunately, every time the, the crime is increasing, and especially things like murder and attempted murder, you know, those are trends which are highly reliable, for especially murder. You can't juggle murder. Murder is a body count. And it's increasing all the time. And then since last year, it is increasing with a double digit. Even now, this quarter, the, the previous quarter, which the minister released today, compared with the previous year, which is 100% correct to, to compared with that year, uh, is a 13.6% increase. Now, researchers and analysts should do, uh, should do analysis and should come and, and provide the government with answers, how can this thing be stopped? And, uh, and, and government must do something about this. And the public, the, the community, you know, these community structures like CPFs and community watches and all kinds of community organizations, they must try their level best to prevent this. Well, I, I initially, when the idea of releasing the stats um, quarterly, we were told that this would help with the analysis of, of crime in the country, but also would then lead to the reduction based on how the police as well as government responds to those analyses. But that is still not yielding any results. Mm. Yeah, but I think uh, point number one, uh, there is not enough analysis. You know, we release the stats like today, and then everybody's talking about the stats, and you talk to me and you talk to maybe five or six other analysts and, and experts, and then, uh, well, we wait till next, next about three months, four months down it's, the it's line. We wait and, for the next um, stats and, to be released, the outrage, yeah. and then we... And we talk about it for a day or two, and then we, we wait another three, four months. And then also, people are analyzing, but people are not listening. Can I tell you one thing, for example? This is just only one example. We can keep the whole day. We can be busy with this. Murder. Uh, everybody is referring to murder and then say, oh, this is domestic, and this is because people drink too much, and then they have arguments, and then they fight. I've listened the whole day now up to now. 
That is true. That is true for some murders. And it's very difficult for government and the police to prevent that when people drink too much, especially now in the festive season, and then they have arguments and then they kill each other. That's difficult to prevent. But half of the murders, nearly half of the murders is as a result of robbery. Hello? Yeah, we're still Hello? here. Yeah, so half of the murders, nearly 40% of the murders, is as a result of robbery. And then what happens is there's a reaction to those robberies, especially street robbery, and there's a reaction of vigilante action, especially in the poor areas, there where people are dependent on mass uh, public transport, people traveling to home late in the evening, and then they have to walk a kilometer then they get robbed of the furon that they carry on them. And then the community take action. They do vigilante action and they kill another few people. A lot of our murders can be stopped by looking at how these people can travel safe between work and home and home and work. And that will clearly influence our, our murder. To give you an example, the first time in, 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 in quite a while, we had 29.8% increase in street robbery, street public robbery. Now that is aggravated robbery, where people get killed for whatever they have on them, and, uh, and then you get this vigilante reaction. Now the police haven't even a statistic like that. I, every time when statistics is released, I have to calculate that. So what I'm saying is there's a lot of analysis maybe but people don't apply that analysis. And they must apply it in every station. Every station must analyze their stats at the station level, and they must apply what they, what they deduct from that. And I can guarantee you crime will decrease. It decreased during 20, 2002 and 2003 down to 2011-12. It decreased every year. And then suddenly we had a turnaround. Mm -hmm. Dr. Chris, thank you so much for your time. Dr. Chris Cook, crime analyst and former head of the Crime Information Analysis Center at the South African Police Service. Remember the conversation that we had yesterday about a person who was accused of crime or being a criminal um, who then became a victim of mob justice or vigilantism, as uh, Dr. Chris Cook uh, describes it. And this is a very important issue because it is also about the inability of the police to respond to crime and how then communities then decide to take matters into their own hands. Thank you so much for your time.